No discipline for a police officer involved in detaining Tamir Rice's sister after the 12-year-old was shot by police. The Ohio Senate takes another step at limiting abortion. Dave Yost declares war on robocallers. It's the Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Thursday, February 5th. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. More than five years after a Cleveland police officer shot and killed 12-year-old Tamir Rice, we're still dealing with potential discipline in the case. Or not. Cleveland Police Chief Calvin Williams issued no discipline to a supervisor accused of wrongdoing in her handling of Tamir Rice's sister in the moments after a rookie police officer fatally shot the 12-year-old. Williams dismissed the civilian complaint Monday against Sergeant Janelle Rutherford. The decision does not become official until the end of a 30-day period during which an appeal can be made. The chief's decision ran contrary to the Cleveland Police Civilian Review Board's recommendation that Rutherford face an unpaid suspension from 6 to 10 days. The police union said Rutherford was only in charge of the crime scene for a short time before she passed that responsibility to higher-ranking supervisors. The complaint was filed in 2015 by Tamir's sister. She was inside the Cadell Recreation Center at the time and rushed to her brother. Officers knocked her to the ground, placed her in handcuffs a little less than 10 feet from her dying brother, and detained her in the back of a police cruiser. The Ohio Senate on Wednesday sent a bill to the House that would halt medication abortions administered through telemedicine. A Planned Parenthood official said the program has been used since the state has made access to clinics difficult for pregnant women. The Senate bill passed 21 to 9, largely along party lines. Bill sponsor Republican Senator Stephen Huffman, a Dayton area physician, said it's about providing women with quality care, but it is one in a long line of steps by Ohio lawmakers to limit abortion access. Planned Parenthood disputes the description of medication abortions as unsafe, saying they are effective and have few complications. If a woman chooses to have an abortion with telemedicine, she drives the long distance to one of the few Planned Parenthood centers in the state for an initial in-person visit, then she heads home. After 24 hours have passed, she drives a short distance to a health clinic near her home where the first pill is administered through a telemedicine discussion with the Planned Parenthood doctor. Then the woman takes a second pill at home to complete the abortion. Dave Yost is declaring war on robocalls in Ohio. The attorney general says he wants the state to be known as the most aggressive in the nation against the illegal, very annoying interruptions to your day. He unveiled the plan Wednesday to identify the pesky callers and file lawsuits against both them and the companies that assist them. Yost has created a new robocall enforcement unit within his office made up of two attorneys and an investigator dedicated to investigating suspected illegal robocallers and taking legal action to shut them down. The Attorney General's office has set up a system for people to report robocalls they receive to his office via ohioprotects.org 
or texting ROBO to 888-111. In 2019 alone, Ohioans received 2.2 billion illegal robocalls, the Attorney General said. Yes, that's 2.2 billion with a B. Black Ohioans are more conservative than many people might think, favoring small government, taxpayer funding for private schools, gun rights over gun control, and private health insurance over a single-payer system, a sweeping new poll has found. The survey of 1,500 black Ohioans, which offers a first-of-its-kind statewide look into the political thoughts of Ohio's 1.7 million black residents, was unveiled Wednesday by the Ohio Legislative Black Caucus Foundation and the University of Akron's Bliss Institute. The numbers are notable given the historical support for Democratic candidates by black voters in Ohio and around the country. They show that Ohio's black population is not monolithic and is conservative on a number of issues. On some issues, black views are in keeping with the platform of mainstream Democrats, though, More than three-quarters of those surveyed backed abortion rights, and 75% also agreed that strict environmental laws are worth the cost for better health and quality of life. Two-thirds said they believe that public assistance does more good than harm. Cleveland.com's Troy Smith takes another look at the members of the Rock Hall, this time focusing on what he sees as the best hundred songs from the 1960s. As always, he kept things focused on artists that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He also limited to acts that have been voted into the museum as performers. I won't give away number one. You'll have to see his story for that. But number two is Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys, followed by Respect by Aretha Franklin, Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan, and A Day in the Life by the Beatles. Check out all 100 on Cleveland.com. You will find surprises throughout. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition.